This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist. A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 172, right? Is it? Yeah, 172. I don't don't keep good count. And um, we back for another week, and it's been a pretty, pretty good week, man. Yeah. It's been a pretty decent week. Um, but how, how was your week? That's more important. Uh, I'm trying to think that something pop off this week for me. I don't think it did. It's been like pretty quiet. Them kids go back to school next week. I cannot fucking wait. I can't wait. Man, it's a, uh, it's been like everybody used to go back to school at the same time. Yeah. Now it's like staggered. Like some kids went back like, this week. The other, the rest of the kids go back. DPS like, start start uh right after the holiday. So, yeah. and all my kids are in public school. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to public school. It turned out great, right? I mean, <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Could, could be worse. I uh, mean, I ain't, I ain't sweating it. If you can change your schooling, would you? If I could change my school, I wish I would have went to public school longer because. I t- I've said it on the podcast. I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. So when I got to public school in ninth grade, that shit was like a fucking culture shock. Because wow. I, I went from a school that had like 600 kids in total to going to cast, and it was like 2,000 of us yeah. just in ninth grade. So, I mean, that yeah. shit that shit was, you know, a, a big shock to me. Uh, I don't know if I would have changed my schooling or not. Well, I think I probably would have. I don't know, man. Maybe a less violent middle school. Oh, we was getting <laughs> in middle school. Like that's, I mean, we went through a K through eight. Well, yeah. we went we went to a regular elementary school. The shit, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure I said this shit before, but you're gonna hear this shit again. Uh, my brother, you know, he was, you know, enforcing in, in towards in the neighborhood, and it was this little white kid, Thomas Rockhorse. And his mom used to work in there, and my brother was cool with him. You know what I'm saying? He was like the, like the prototypical nerdy kid, like freckles, glasses, um, like giant book bag, smart kid, like prototypical nerd kid, right? Yeah. But he was friends with him, and like when you left Dixon, you had to go to either Ann Arbor Trail or Lessinger, and like those are 
little further away and like you know it was a it was a little bit it was a little more violent over there you know what i'm saying so she didn't want little tommy to go <laughs> go there so she petitioned to have the school go to the the sixth grade um so she can stay a year and then she petitioned to have it go to the seventh grade and then ultimately the eighth grade so like each year like ended up it went through a k through eight because like uh she just kept pressing she even okay. tried to do ninth grade it was like look nigga, you're not <laughs> like it's enough <laughs> now you're fool it's enough um but a lot of the kids she's who worried did, about little tommy's safety facts in real <laughs> life though uh but a lot of the kids did end up leaving and go to Lessinger in middle school. So, you know, I, I end up knowing people everywhere because those were still the other two schools or whatever. Sometimes I would, like, wish I would have went there, though. But what was going on in Dixon, man? That shit was like <laughs> crazy, though. It was like some gladiator shit. Like, I didn't, I have more memories from middle school than I do high school. And the most violent time in my life was probably like middle school. Sixth through eighth grade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for it's sure. fucking tragic, my yeah. nigga. And shortly after high school, but like high school was like, high school was quiet. Yeah, I went to Cass. I you made you. a good point the other day while we were sitting in the lobby talking about like where you went to middle school. Yeah, like that's where you're from. That's where you grew up. Facts. At. Like you learned everything that you learned for. Well, I won't. I won't. I can't talk in generalizations. Right. But a lot of the stuff and a lot of the character and who you are came from like elementary school. Now, clearly, you've changed a lot, but your core, like you, your core. If you was a tattletale then, you probably still a tattletale now. If you were scared to fight then, you probably, unless you didn't grow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, did a stretch and I own you. Yeah, but like, you know, you probably, like, everything that happened there for me shaped me to, you know, how we handle things and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why you're a violent person now. We had to be. Even in my family, like, I was telling somebody at work. My uh, shout out to my cousin Netta. She just left, and I got a cousin, um, Brittany from Florida by way, of, well from D.C. now, but by way of Florida was in here. Shout out to her. But like we, me and Netta, they had a fight before. Netta and Dwayne they had a fight before. Did Netta scrap you up? No. No, I mean, well, I mean, we were fighting. I want. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, she could have trademarked you. Uh, but like no, never get to scrapping. Like it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Her and Dwayne had a knockdown drag out fight, nigga. I'm talking about uh doors was knocked off hinges, nigga. The fucking refrigerator door almost fell out. But like we I think everybody in my family, all our cousins and shit, which is we ride or die. Like you can't fuck with none of us. Like we all we was just fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never lost a fight outside of my family. So that don't count. L's in the family don't I count. I mean, that's like, that's sparring. Like, other that's than sparring. my brother, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I lost a fight other than my brother. You know? Some niggas who don't want to fight me no more. That's fair enough. Because yeah. I can say, like, I done lost a fight or two in my career. But you're going to earn this ass whooping. My dad said that shit one day. He was like, man, I ain't, he's like, I ain't won every fight I ever had. But even the ones I lost, they don't ever want to fight me no more. And that shit always stuck with me. Like, no matter what. I'm going to get this one hit in that niggas going to talk about like, nah, I ain't fucking with this shit. Yeah. yeah. When the last time you had a fight as an adult? Um, It's been, how old am I? It's not in my 30s. Okay. Um, Mid-20s maybe. And that shit don't really count. I mean, we didn't scrap, the club, bar Yeah, we didn't scrap like bras downtown um st andrews and shit every matter of fact the night i met met mike muddy nigga first two first two times we went to st andrews as like a club we got into fights 
Muddy a trouble starter. Uh, Lightweight. No, he only not not at this age, but like you tell me them stories. Like what's funny is Muddy was starting shit. He wasn't ever the one who started it, but like you know, when you're a little smaller, you you don't let niggas disrespect you. You got a little. (laughs) (laughs) You got to check that shit quick. Yeah, but you know, it is good to know. Like when you're going out with certain people, like if shit pop off, who gonna fight? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody—that's a terrible feeling. Because everybody ain't fight. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I'm saying. We ain't our friends no more. So it is. I got into a fight right before we started the podcast. Fought a nigga at the liquor store. Oh yeah, you said you told me yeah. about that shit. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, fought a young nigga at the liquor store. Yeah, I'm not fighting with these young niggas no more because you're gonna have they to fight kill different. Them. Well, no, you're gonna have to kill them. Luckily, mine didn't lead to a shooting because like these 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 niggas is is different. But look, I wish I could tell this one story on the podcast uh, about some shit that happened this week, but I, I can't. Not yet. I'm gonna wait months from now. But this week has been definitely interesting, dog. I you almost fought a nigga this week? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But if I if I <laughs> I don't know how to say this without making it sound wild, so I won't even say it. But I had to outsmart some shit this week. And uh I'm gonna tell this story because it's it's quite funny. But right now it's quite embarrassing. But okay. it shit it's not it's not embarrassing. Anyway, fuck it. But it's been very interesting this week. That's fair. I see your gold chain has returned. Uh yeah, I forgot what I was doing, man. And uh, selling dope, I picked it up because it was like laying down somewhere. Um, other than that, having man, a snowfall I, moment, man. Look, dog, Twitter been popping this week, dog. Uh, look, I can I can see it. I just can't tweet. Look, dog, I didn't mean to go viral this week. But I've been. I saw that one tweet that you that you shot off that had like three thousand fucking retweets. Listen, that shit ended up going to damn near ten thousand. Listen, in the last month, my tweets didn't reach um, nine hundred fifty thousand people. Dog. Like this Popeye shit went went crazy, and then this one little simple tweet that I didn't think nothing of. It wasn't like <laughs> a thing. One man's crazy is another nigga's. I see what she you was talking about. Yeah, and that shit just went crazy. But shout out to the one hundred and twenty new followers or so. Like, who knew that shit was still a thing? Uh, but I've been getting attacked by but niggas want to argue with me all the time about what that Popeye. But you shit, like to argue, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, not I can look at some shit. I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a teachable moment here. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good way to put it. You know what I'm saying? This is a teachable moment. Let me let me school you because like I'm not gonna engage in the conversation if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And then niggas want to. So what was the Popeye shit? I missed that one. So everybody been on some. I hope y'all supporting. These local black businesses, the way that y'all been supporting Popeyes and all that shit, I'm just like, <clears throat> well, I know a black man who owns a Popeyes, and it's just funny how y'all trying to throw shade and you don't realize the shade that you throwing on your own people. Like it didn't cross your fucking mind that black people can own restaurants as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then niggas want to be contrarians. Well, they don't own it. I'm like, well, what? And because you own a franchise, that's not a real black business because the CEO is is white. Like that's that's how we doing it now. And like and it's not built from the bottom. You got to build it from the ground up for it to be a real black business. Nigga, what? Uh, that's like that mixtape album thing. Like in my okay. opinion. Jay-Z not a businessman? Did Jay-Z build uh Def Jam from the bottom? You know what I'm saying? Did he be, like a lot of the shit? Like, you know nah, what I'm saying? That shit just don't make sense. When he was a, like, come on, that this shit don't make sense. So he don't own title? 
He didn't build he title didn't up. He built it from the bottom up. White folks did overseas, and he bought it, right? Like, come on, like y'all, your logic don't. That's how business works. A lot of times, people people buy shelf corporations. They buy businesses that are already built and continue to grow. Like that shit crazy. Like no, fam. Like this. How about this? You buy a motherfucking franchise, and then you can tell me what it is. So Rick Ross owning a bunch of checkers and a bunch. Like, come on, man. You know, you can own a steak and shake for like ten k. Mega, you know, when I was younger, uh, right before I started working at Comcast, I was, what, 21? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about to leave Boston Market. and You went from Boston Market to Comcast? Yeah. That's well, a hell of a jump. Well, I worked at Boston Market, and I also worked at Sears, um, and I also worked at a place called PC Mart. Um, I used to, I had like three jobs, you know what I'm saying? I was working always a bunch of jobs, but... Uh, it was like sixty thousand to buy into uh, matter of fact, it was like thirty thousand to buy into a franchise, whatever. And my, the manager at the time was like, "Hey man, I made sixty thousand last year. You know what I'm saying? Just being the general manager here." I'm like, "Shit!" In two thousand and three, sixty grand from owning the fucking or be, he was just the manager there. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. I mean, anything. sixty grand ain't a bad living today in 2019. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dog, you can get in one of these motherfucking franchises and start like running the motherfucking tab up, which is why. And I know a couple of people who own. Oh, I know a nigga own. Um, what's that? We deliver sandwiches real fast, real fast. Jimmy John's. I know a nigga that own Jimmy John's, um, uh, a witch witch, um, a Popeyes, and like I see how much money they make, um, the impact of they how they run their business and what, how much money comes in. And that's why I know niggas can get paid more than $15 an hour because I see how much money niggas are really making. And, like, you make enough money to have multiple houses, multiple shit. Like, it ain't like... But you're going to cut in the profit margin. You start paying niggas $15 an hour. What I'm saying is, like, the idea is, like, the business doesn't make that amount to support that. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, no, that part is the, a lie. Like, I see it. Like yeah, I, that I, part I, is a lie. Like, I literally see that shit, so... Um, it is what it is. Sometimes niggas don't know what they talking about. Um, no, a lot of times niggas don't know what they talking about. That ain't even some of the time. A lot of the time niggas just like to jump out there and say some shit because they seen something on social media and they just want to run with it. Yeah, or you no facts behind it. Yeah, or no context. Or and then niggas will come in your your in your conversation that you started and tell you what you was talking about. Like nigga, what? That's not how this works. That's not the argument. Nigga, this is my argument. I think I started the argument. Yeah, I think I started the argument. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is, though. But speaking of uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter CEO, Jack, nigga, Twitter got hacked today. Good for him, because I still can't get my shit back. I hope they posted all type of salacious-ass shit on your Twitter. Uh, he, he tweeted, fuck niggers. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Hitler is innocent. Um. So who gonna shut his shit? Who gonna suspend his shit? Uh, shout out to Ron and Kyle, and he was anyway. I, I apparently it's some shit called like a you can like switch SIM cards or some shit, mm-hmm. and you can get a hold of everybody, everything in somebody's phone. Allegedly, he got hacked. Um, I don't know what to make of this shit. None of, none of your phones are safe, like in real life. None, your phone's not safe. Whatever app you got on there, it's not safe. I'm giving me a BlackBerry, dog. I swear to God, I, am I love. Not, I used to love my BlackBerry. Getting a BlackBerry, I'm not getting rid of this phone, but I'm getting a BlackBerry, and I'm not talking about no one with Android on that bitch either. I'm talking about the old ass BlackBerry. That's what I'm working off of. I used to love my BlackBerry that I can take the battery out of. So shout out to Amazon. I had somebody that used to 
track my phone. Yeah. Like this, this chick I used to date. And yeah. she, like once we stopped dating, she told me that was the only way that I could stop her from, excuse me, stop her from tracking me was to take, take the your battery, battery out. Loki, that's why, <laughs> let me put my conspiracy theory hat on. Uh, so we coming up on September 11th pretty soon. Yeah, we are. Uh, I think that shit was an inside, well, that shit was an inside job. Uh, it was oh, I want to have that conversation with you. That's cool, but it was destroyed um, so we can bring in the Patriot Act. And under the Patriot Act, uh, I can tap an ease drop on your phone. And the only way to stop that shit is to take out your battery. So then they start making phones where you cannot take the battery out. Little soft-ass niggas ain't hard when that Patriot Act hits your ass with that terrorist charge. Is that a bar for me? Yeah, that's, that, that's not a bar for me. That was a uh, rhyme fest. Hmm. I had his first album. Oh, you and 12 other people. <laughs> so, no, I fuck, and I was one of the 12 people, by the way. So that's yeah. not like. A, you know, <laughs> hit your ass with that Patriot Act. That's not like a super slight and shit. Um, but look, man, some uh, some more information came out this week. About? Today, actually. Um, about uh, Rock Nation. In the NFL, okay, and shit like that. I'm not hip. Oh, so let me let me go over it a little bit for you, because everybody told me just to wait and see. I saw I saw a shout out to to Hadira because I saw her post something something about it. She took me out to lunch last weekend. Her and her daughter. So shout out to her. That's the homie. That's what's up. And and bought me a, a dog ass cigar. What you smoke? I don't know the name of it. But it it, it <laughs> tastes good. You gotta get you gotta get on that because when you tell somebody you smoke a cigar, they're gonna ask you like, "Well, what you smoke?" What yeah. So you know, you gotta get on that, fam. Okay. Uh, look, so the NFL today, the Rock Nation NFL announced the launch of Inspire Change Apparel and Songs of the Season as part of their new partnership. Inspire Change Apparel, a new social enterprise model, will fund and support Inspire Change programs across the country. Proceeds from this venture will support organizations committed to the key priorities of Inspire Change, education and economic empowerment, police and community relations, and criminal justice reform. The Inspire Change apparel line designed by artists will be available later in the 2019 season. Songs of the Season is a multi-tier season-long initiative that will highlight superstars and emerging artists of all genres Songs of the season will showcase musicians that create and deliver a song to be integrated into the NFL promotions each month during the season. Songs are going to debut during the in-game broadcast to be simultaneously released on all digital platforms worldwide. That's interesting. Uh, Meek Mills signed up. He's going to be kicking it off. And Rhapsody um, is going to be kicking off. Both happen to be uh, Rock Nation. Are they going to be two new songs? Yes. Okay. So the NFL is getting a soundtrack essentially. Every month there's gonna be a new song that's gonna be performed on some on some television and then you can go listen to it and stream it. Interesting. And the funds from the T shirts and the apparel and the streamings and stuff like that is gonna go towards the money to fight these things. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, well, before this, yeah. deal, there was a, I thought it was called um, Impact Change. An NFL guy had his program and they allegedly had raised like $100 million. And that was going to be the money that they give to different community organizations to help fight things. 
this sound like, oh, we ain't going to use that hundred million. You can sell these shirts <laughs> and we can sell your music and the money that you make from there. We can put towards these albums. Maybe they're predicting a hundred million. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? It doesn't sound like the original intent is intertwined anywhere I'm about in this. Y'all niggas some clothes, and I'm about to get this music on. Sell y'all some rock wear <laughs> <laughs> and a mixtape. Am I tripping though? No. By the end of the season, it's gonna be a mixtape, and I'm gonna sell y'all some rock wear. I don't know. Man. It's basically what he's been doing. Like did I did I need the NFL <laughs> to to put proceeds from a song and give it to different nah. charities or? But I mean, it's a good look for like it's a it's a great business move for the NFL, and it's a great business move for for Jay Z and Rock. Yeah, Nation. like on on the outside, it's a a nicely you know tied together gift wrap Cause not piece on, of shit. Because not only was y'all niggas not watching television. And not watching the games. Now y'all going to watch the Super Bowl. And you're going to watch at least once a month when we release this. Because I want to hear that new Meat Mill. I want to hear the new Rhapsody. Who else on Rock Nation? Fucking they got, West Side Gun. They got some, Conway. Some white girl I never heard of before. She's probably popular since she's going to be doing it. But I don't even know her name. They're going to make them popular. This is, I don't know, man. So, like, I resigned to the fact of me, like, actually caring about this shit because it's not... The locks on Rock Nation? Management. I mean, shit, yeah. throw them niggas in there. Look, when last man. time you heard a good lock song? You, if, if, last week? I mean, I'm saying a brand new one? Last week. I'll take it. She just dropped some shit with uh, him and uh, Kiss. I mean, him kissing style. I'll take it. You know, but, like, I don't know, man. It ain't my it ain't, it ain't ain't my job to, to, to be the whatever, dog. Like, whatever. I'm going to keep doing what the fuck I'm doing. And y'all just keep doing what and Yeah, because, I mean, it really makes no no difference to me here nor either way. Because, like, in any event, what I'm not trying to do publicly is tear down any black person. Um, unless, I can't even say, well, unless I feel that they're they doing the, the culture a disservice. Fair enough. So, in those cases, I'm going to speak my mind. Cause is this really doing the culture a service, though? I'm not going to say it's a disservice, but is it really pushing shit forward? I don't want to be like, I don't want to be a stoic about the shit, but I'm just uh. like, I'm not, I'm not caught up in the emotion of this shit. And I think everybody is because we love, we love Jay-Z and y'all niggas love money so much. And anybody with money, y'all love and adore him. Like, but he has money. He's a bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been infatuated with this. It just never was a part of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I just don't look at niggas like that. And people are like, well, it's different when you a celebrity or different. Like, y'all niggas is people. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Like, niggas get judged differently because I don't know. If you if you, if you always aspired to be this person and you see them do some shit that you're not quite sure of, I mean. Hey, man. We getting new music and we getting some clothes. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the plain and simple of it. We getting some new music, we getting some clothes. Hopefully, we get some new, new Detroit artists in the mix. But new music, new clothes. Yeah, that shit. Thank you. Come again. Yeah, uh, man. So I had posted something up on the uh, on the Shop Talk page, and uh, I forget what you did. I mean, a lot of people commented on there, 
And uh, it was a simple choice. We'll ask the people what they what they would want to do. Um, and if y'all haven't seen the post, so go in there and drop that shit on there. So listen, um, you can pick this. It's eight options, and you can pick three of them. Um, you remember what you picked? It's in there somewhere. Don't don't say it yet. I'm gonna okay. read them all. So you can get number one, ten thousand dollars cash immediately. Number two, free rent mortgage for six months starting next year. Number three, a perfect credit score. Number four, unlimited airline tickets for life. Five, a brand new home, but you can never sell it and never move. Six, free groceries for five years. Seven, a brand new luxury car. You can never sell it and never own any other car. And number eight, unlimited free medical care for life. Okay. Eight really good. Well, eight options. A couple of them is really, really good. You can pick three. Which three are you going with? I took number three, perfect credit score. Okay. Uh, number four, unlimited airline tickets for life. Okay. And eight, unlimited free medical care for life. Okay. Because um, with that perfect credit score, you can leverage a lot of shit in your favor. You're going to go into debt. Possibly. No, it's not possible. Like, credit means you have to. Leave. I mean, is this my credit score for the rest of my life? Because I don't give no fuck. If I'm at 800, regardless of what I do, fuck it. Fuck it. I mean, 800. You know how I feel about debt. No, tell me how you feel about debt. I don't give no fuck about it. <laughs> I, I don't care. So what? Dave, you I got a house. I got two cars. Like, I don't give no fuck. <laughs> you remember the, like, year one of this podcast? You was like, I don't give a fuck about credit, you know. But and you, <laughs> I'm still in the same place. I haven't grown. And then, like a while later, I, we played that shit back. You was like, man, I don't know what I was talking, but I was tripping. He was like, I save, but I don't care about saving. Saving, no, because is I, yeah, that was a, the shit that's overrated. I do feel the concept of saving money sometimes can be overrated. But then I look at my account and I was like, I thank God I got it there when shit fuck up. I mean. Uh, so look, man, this will, this is a uh, that eight hundred credit score though. Like you could leverage that. Sh- like you didn't say like is my credit gonna get bad again? I'm figured I keep this eight hundred for life. Let's say you keep eight hundred for life. You still are borrowing money that you got to pay back. Like a eight hundred credit score allows you to get like damn near a zero percent interest or a very like it'll allow you to open up credit. But like you're still borrowing money. Like so, I got the ability to borrow more money than I I would normally be able to borrow. Like I know, but hey, looks- my score ain't gonna change. I don't give no fuck. Give it to me. Give me two, two. <laughs> like <laughs> I get it. whatever it I is. Mean, conventional wisdom say like your eight hundred credit score because mm-hmm. it allow you to borrow more money. Like I don't want the debt though. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't want you to give me the extra money. I mean that don't don't keep me up at night. <laughs> Well, they come taking up. So anyway, I'm uh I'm taking ten thousand dollars in cash immediately. That's uh, not a lot of money though. Okay, but like for me and right now, ten thousand dollars would get me to eight hundred credit score. In gen- like speak right now, I don't you would to- use that money to pay off debt. Why not, you poor nigger? Because I'm taking number five, a brand new home. You can never sell and never move anywhere. I'm gonna pick the right location. <laughs> I'm posting the fuck up. Yeah, like I'm. I got the uh, the uh, a brand new house. I got ten thousand dollars in cash. 
And then this one was this the one that that kind of I didn't know what to pick because I'm like unlimited airline tickets for life would be dope as fuck because I like to take pictures and shit. Right. I might take that ten thousand dollars and buy a bunch of camera equipment and I can go anywhere over the fucking world and take pictures and make some buku money and shit. But like um, unlimited medical care for life. You got kids and shit. So yeah. like, yo, when you got healthcare, like your kids got healthcare until they to a certain age. Yeah. Um, but I got this big ass house and shit, right? I got ten thousand dollars worth of cash. I'ma still work at my job, you know what I'm saying? I work in the studio or whatever. I don't know if I want to buy groceries for the next five years. Oh, that saved me a lot of motherfucking money, dog. You just one person, Jay. You don't eat that much. Oh, I'll be eating like a lot. I'll eat. I, nigga, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, your grocery bill know. can't be that fucking crazy, my nigga. Well, no, not right now because I have to pay for the shit. <laughs> 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 nigga, I'm eating all type of shit with free groceries for five years, nigga. Yes, I'm eating great. The fuck? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, I'm taking the cash. I'm taking the crib. And um, I'm always be at your house because Jay got everything to eat. I'm taking the cash. I'm taking the crib, and it's really in between the perfect credit score. Um, because like with a perfect with a perfect credit score and ten thousand dollars, you can do some damage. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you trying to leverage, you know you can do damage. Yeah, I'm bullshitting before. Like you can leverage eight hundred credit score to get something and start making money back before it's time to pay whatever back. You know what I'm saying? So. Ten thousand dollars of eight hundred credit score in that brand new crib. I'm out here. Um, but I was I was I was happy when I'm looking in the comments and shit. Some interesting answers, and it was dope because everybody has different needs at different points in their life. Right, like everybody with children, pick eight free health care. Like. Well, I got no kids. Uh, I'll be straight. <laughs> you know, till something happens. I mean, should I got healthcare now? Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not burning a wish on that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and a lot of people with children pick the free groceries because, like, you got five miles to feed. Like that shit would be yeah, man. Free groceries in your house. <laughs> like that's a raise. You know what I'm saying? That'll save. I mean, when I think about it now, like that would save me so much fucking money. Just to have free, free, free groceries and a free house, like nigga, you like listen. If you ain't, if you if you don't even got a fucking job, nigga, you got someone to eat and you are gonna eat. I mean, you got someone to live and you are gonna you got, eat. Hell yeah! Like, but I'm gonna need free health care with with that type of lifestyle. Cause I'm gonna be eating crazy. Well, there go your three. I I would take that three too. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm not mad at none of them answers. I mean, everybody, like you said, everybody's lifestyle is different. Everybody's needs are are different. But uh, there's some good options. I don't think you can really go wrong no. with the options listed. I thought it was dope that uh, I ain't, it wasn't nobody arguing in the comments like, nigga, that shit dumb. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody just nods like, look, everybody got different needs and different points of their lives. And none of these options is bad. Only one I thought that was kind of stupid on here. Well, I thought initially it was kind of stupid, but when I sat back and thought about it, it's not necessarily the free rent slash mortgage for six months starting next year. I'm like, why would you do that? But I'm like, well, what if your fucking mortgage is twenty five hundred dollars? Then that's more than the ten thousand that you would get take cash wise. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, like 
if you got. I that, mean, when I lived in Canton, my mortgage was thirty two hundred. See, six months of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> six months of that shit is uh more than ten grand. Focus your why? Because the house was half million dollars. No, man. but why though? Like, why would you? Why did you do that? <laughs> I can explain the story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was that. But it, but I mean, I probably shouldn't do it on a microphone. But I can. You've done it on a microphone before. I mean, because we was trying to. <laughs> it was a. Yeah. I was on some scamming shit. Like the the initial plan was I get the house, it appraised at one thing. I was gonna refinance within like the first thirty days and pull out the equity. But what I didn't know about real estate at that time and just the housing market, this is right like the start of the crash of that shit. I had three fucking foreclosures. In my subdivision in like the first 30 days, like the house wasn't even worth what the fuck I bought it for when I went to refinance it. So I was just fucked. Which is crazy when you can buy some shit one month and then someone else tells you that it's not worth that much money no more. Yeah. Like what happened? I mean, most people's homes ain't worth what they purchased it for. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's just that's why we're probably going to enter into another recession sometime soon. Uh, Yeah. On some um, student loan shit, I kind of got a. Um, I keep deferring them bitches and keep deferring them. So all these presidential candidates is running on this. I think if I think it's a it's a it's a grave mistake to run on. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna wipe out y'all student loan debt. I don't. I, don't, I think that's a bad mistake. Because one, I don't think it's gonna happen. Like I, I really don't think it's gonna happen. I wish it would. Well, actually, I'm indifferent because I don't have any student loan debt. I do. I got about. I got a couple grand. I, I paid loans. off everything. I, I everything I borrowed, I've paid off. But like I, the reason I think it's a grave mistake because there are a lot of people with student loan debt, but not there's more people without it. And if you banking on people just thinking we want you to be debt free while we still chilling with debt, no, that's not how it works. Like that's that's not my interest. Like I don't give a fuck about your debt <laughs> if I still have if I'm still yeah. fucked up. Nah. Like, what about my credit card? Like, you got your student loan debt wiped off, but yeah. I owe Capital One seventeen thousand. So, if Andrew Yang want to give everybody a thousand dollars every month, everybody American, like, I will go with that because nigga, use your thousand dollars to pay off your <laughs> fucking loan. But why would I? Why should I not get anything out the fucking deal? You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you, but run, I don't think either one is gonna win out. Uh, one I think can actually happen though. The thousand dollars a month, I can I could feasibly see that happening. Yeah. Like it makes perfect sense because no one and is, nobody is losing. No one's losing. Anything. Like you're not gonna tell these banks that oh they're just not gonna give you the money that you owe. Like that's a you're, you're literally taking. Like I don't think that's gonna work. I think they're lying to you if you think you if you get if you go in that booth and vote for a nigga who's saying that shit, you know it's a fucking lie. Like you got to know it's a lie, right? I mean, it's, it sounds good because there's millions of people. Like, I got a good friend of mine. He's a, a law professor down in Chicago. Nigga got $90,000 worth of student loan debt. I don't care how much fucking money you make. $90,000 is a lot of fucking money to pay back. Why ain't everybody a lifetime student? I mean, that's... Take for, one class. Like, I don't get it. It's cheaper to take one class Every year, because some people just don't want to do that shit. Flunk, flunk the class. Don't you don't even got to get an A. Like nigga, just sign up for a class and never pay that because you're never gonna pay that shit off. Yeah, like you literally are gonna die 
trying to pay off ninety thousand dollars and making minimum payments. I remember, and at, if you double up on your payments, you're you're a fool. I remember my mother had a friend that had a retirement party. And at her retirement party, she was also celebrating finally paying her student loans off. That's the most asinine shit in the world. Why? I don't get it. Like this woman had literally been out of college like 40 fucking years and she was just paying off her student loans. That's crazy, dog. That's fucking crazy. I have absolutely no desire to pay mine and I'm going to keep deferring. I mean, I take classes here and there just to push them niggas off of me. And, you know, I'm cool with that. Nigga, it's a whole bunch of online universities, nigga. You ain't even got to leave your house, nigga. Go sign <laughs> New up. New Hampshire University. <laughs> yeah, nigga, you didn't pay three hundred dollars for 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 this class this year versus paying X amount of dollars every. Nigga, month. my student loans is like three three twenty a month. Yeah, nigga, don't nigga be a student. I give me forever. a brand. I give me a brand new Malibu. Nigga, facts. You playing a car note every month for forty years? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, dog. This shit dumb. And ain't got a degree to show for it. And I think what they can do for the next generation is make all student loan debt um zero percent interest. Like nigga, you pay back exactly what you borrowed. If I gave you forty thousand, you pay back forty thousand. I don't think you should be able to make interest on fake money. Cause no one you know what I'm saying? Like no one you move some com- numbers around on the computer and you gave me quote unquote money. Like if all the money that was loaned out to students every year, there is more money loaned out then there is money in circulation yeah like it don't like it's fake this whole system isn't real like you can't loan out more money than money exists like it's not a real system i mean but i look at it even on a more simpler term like i went to the bank one time i had a check for like three grand that i was trying to cash because you know, I need to fucking money. My money. Yeah. And they was like, yeah, we don't have enough in the bank right now to give this to you in whole. I'm like, this is the fucking bank. Fuck you mean you ain't got $3,000 in the bank? You mean you ain't got my money? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, go go figure that shit out. Man, and she's cool. like, well, we can give you this and you can come back to I'm not, this This the fucking bank. If I cash it and I got the money to cover it, like, give, give this shit to me. Um... This voting shit is getting on my fucking nerves. I don't know if I'm voting this year or not. Really? Yeah. Why not? <sighs> Look, man. I'm going to get some flack for this shit. So what? But, like, on some literal shit, last week it was held up by the Supreme Court that the electoral, which is something I always knew, but apparently the rest of the world didn't, but the Supreme Court held it up. That the Electoral College does not have to vote with the popular vote. Right, I knew that. Um, but now it's like solidified. So every single person in the state of Michigan can vote for candidate A. And then the Electoral College person say, we're going to go with candidate B. Your vote don't count, fam. Like, there is a number of votes that do count in the country. And those are the Electoral College votes. I mean, until we change the fucking system that we have with the electoral college vote, like your shit, like I know the emotional aspect that's tied to it, mm-hmm. but your shit like literally does not count. Like literally it don't count. Like our the, the Senate Intelligence C- Committee and all these folks have proven that votes were changed by Russian interference. You got the electoral college shit that's popping off. And then you just got the fact that, you know, we they just on some old school shit, throw out votes, voter suppress. Like, 
you know, I don't believe in this shit anyway. I think all this shit a game. But every four years, you know, I play. We got to play along. I play along with it and, you know, listen and shit like that. But, like, I don't know if I want to be involved in this shit because I just don't believe in it. Like, I don't really think it matter. And as 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 smart as I am and as dumb as I am, like I, I really still <laughs> still feel the same way. Like, I get it. All the the. I, I get it, but I don't I don't trust that shit and I don't think it's real. And like it it literally doesn't count. Like that's not even like a cliche. Like your shit that's not how it works. You think that somebody is counting three hundred and sixty or hundred and fifty million votes in a six hour span? Just the, the, the sheer thought The machine do it. Like the sheer thought that a vote voting ends at like eight PM across the country and in the next eight hours, we have to announce the winner. Like everything has to be wrapped up in eight hours. Like what the fuck is going on here? The machines do the work. Niggas ain't count- niggas ain't using no fucking abacus and coming up with them numbers. And they've proved that machines have changed numbers. Like not even like a, a on some conspiracy. There's shit. N- there's no flawless way to do this shit. There's always going to be an aspect of human error. It's not error. It's deliberate. <laughs> human deliberate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Niggas think the NFL is rigged. Niggas think that the Grammys is rigged. Niggas think that all this arbitrary shit that we watch and be like, nigga, they set that up because he the black. Niggas think all this shit rigged. But when it comes to the most important spot in the world. No, nah, like I don't. This shit is by chance. No, nah, I don't think that shit is by <laughs> chance like, at all. Let's be real. Like, oh, we knew such and such was going to win this award. And you didn't know that this nigga was going to be the president. Welcome to 46. <laughs> Who you think going to be the next president? 45. Uh, okay, that's what I'm thinking too. I don't want that to happen. No, but I don't see nobody. I don't want that to happen on my favorite TV show because that's how I watch this shit. It's like, this. it's just my favorite TV show because I don't, I don't think that, I don't think this shit matters in real life. You know, did you, did you watch the new Dave Chappelle special? Man, I loved it. That's you, the same set he did when he came here. Yeah. Um, but it was cleaned up a bit and some stuff. Some was different like, jokes. Yeah. I loved it, man. What'd you think of it? I loved it too. Man. Did you say Smollett? <laughs> man, he did some um uh, he did say some shit that I, we we we've talked about on this podcast before. And he was talking about the abortion shit and like if you got a penis, you shouldn't have a conversation. You shouldn't be involved in telling a woman yeah but if you keep it and i didn't want it i should be able to abandon it and i'm i'm ringing the bell on that shit so let's i'm with that so let's have a conversation about that dog okay because on the surface that shit sound wild right but i think that shit's very honest um like the man does not and these are just questions this is not my my statement let's just ask questions the man does not have a say in whether uh, I'm, I'm not going to go there because you do have a say like I, you could have just put the condom on niggas is born with condoms all the condoms break all the time but what I'm saying is this nigga I've been fucking for like I've 20 broke, plus years yes I broke condoms nigga. and I maybe broke three in 20 plus years really yeah Nigga, them bitches break. For I them. put them on properly. Time out. Madam's condoms is trash. 
They are. It's more of a status symbol, but them bitches is trash. And I don't, they just trash. You got to put them on properly. Um, But look, them bitches break. Okay. I've broken. I've had, yeah, I've had some snap on me too, but like for the most part. But let me, where I'm going with this is not about that. Okay. What I'm saying is the man don't have a, a say so in a lot of this shit. Matter of fact, it ain't, it's the woman decision if y'all going to have sex. Period. And it, that's how it is, right? Yeah. So a woman gets pregnant. I don't know. She could beg me for this dick. Yeah, but it's her decision because <laughs> she begged for it. You you know what I'm saying? Okay. And if you want it from her, she has to allow you to have it. Like it's 100% the woman if you have sex. All right. Right. So woman gets pregnant. It's 100% her decision whether she keeps it or not. If you really, really want this baby and she does not. Oh, well, nigga, if you really don't want the baby and she does. Oh, well. Oh, well, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Once the baby get out, the baby is hers. Like the full custody. Like you have to prove that something's mentally wrong with this part. You got to prove that she's unfit. Yeah. Unfit to be a mother. And that shit is hard as fuck. Yeah. Take years. Everything works in the woman's favor. However, financially. If you don't pay money, it's your fault. And if you don't pay money, I can put you in jail. jail. I can put you in prison. Now, that's the only part where I think, like, what would be if once y'all have a child, you got 72 hours to decide if you're going to be a, a, part, a part of this child's life. You sign that birth certificate, which you actually don't have to do anymore, no. by the way. Um, but you sign. If you sign, however it is right now, it's how it is right now. If you don't sign, you give up all your rights. That's it. Ain't no coming back. If you want to enter in the child's life at some later point when he's 10 years old, you get really emotional and shit, see the nigga at a basketball game or some shit, well, now you owe back child support. And all that shit that would have normally came is on you. I do think there does need to be an option because for you to, to bear all of the financial burden and possibly prison, what work does that make it somewhat even or fair? No, it's still not fair. <laughs> it's still not fucking fair. I'm just I'm trying to, I'm just trying to present solutions. You know what I'm saying? That's just a question. So how do you think? So what what's what you think? I don't think none of this shit is fair. I mean, like it's the moment you make a good point. The moment she becomes pregnant, like it's on her. Like either I'm is I ain't and, and whether she's like listen, look at that shit with future. Have you seen the shit that's been going on? There? Listen, dog. Future's a fucking tool. He's a fucking idiot, dog. Like he's a whose man's is this, dog? Like really? Why do y'all niggas like future so much? I don't understand. Baby number seven. I think this is mother number six. What is wrong with this nigga? Like he is a certified loser, dog. Like he is a loser, dog. Like come on. I used to like. Just the just the nigga in me used to try to make excuse like this nigga is a certified loser. Like who's friends with him though? Like who's I don't his, know. Who's who, his, who does he hang like, with? Like in real life, whose man is this, dog? Like who is friends with future? You dog? don't see him hanging with nobody. He'd be bombed. This nigga's so weak to me, dog. That nigga's so weak to me, dog. He the type Did of you nigga. see them text messages though yes. that he was sending her? That's what I wish I had it on my phone so I could read some of this shit, man. Go Google that shit. Go to Shade Room or some of this shit. This nigga is a loser, dog. Like in real life. He makes Russell uh, Wilson. 
Yeah. Uh, look cool. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Future a loser, dog. Who man is, is this, dog? Like, I'm up that. First off, my baby never have a regular name, nigga. That name wasn't regular. <laughs> it's like Malika or, or some it was like shit. Kalik. Like, no, nigga, my baby never have a. I told you what I wanted to do. Like, dog, come on, man. I mean, you can I, look. I done been in some situations where I tried to talk tough to somebody that was pregnant with my child. Well, talking tough will get you a charge. <laughs> yeah, it will. AKA Demarcus Cousins. Oh, man. Boogie did say he was going to put a bull in that bitch head. He, listen, I'm a tag team. Who mans is this? <laughs> Cause, I mean, I've been there before. I've been there before. Listen. But I th- I pray to God that ain't none of my children's mothers ever tape some of the conversations that I've had. Future and DeMarcus Cousins. Whose men's is this, dog? What's wrong? All he wanted was his son at the wedding. Oh, oh she going to get hers, too. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me get this portion out, right? So I see DeMarcus Cousins all through my timeline. I don't want to participate. I'm try- I'm about to I'm about to remove myself from this social shit because I think we being used on some social experiment shit and for for data I really do, but I avoided that shit as much as I can. But they finally got me. Like somebody asked me about it and said, "What you think about it?" I'm like, "All right, fuck," because this is one of my people I talk to. Yeah, we share opinions, whatever. Like, all right, let me look at that shit. And all damn thing like, why does nigga go beat some bitch up? Cause that's literally in my head. Like, oh, he didn't beat some bitch up. Oh, you know, I'm be calling hoes bitches and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's the phrase that popped in my head. Like, damn, he didn't beat some bitch up and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, he didn't beat someone up. Let me stop playing. So I looked at the article and I started reading it because I just been seeing he been arrested on domestic violence charge. I'm like, wait a minute, on oh, a phone call. Like, so he ain't touched nobody. I'm like, they weren't even in the same like place or the same state. I'm like, oh wow, this is this is wow. I'm like, I got to hear this tape because this must be something. So I go on YouTube and shit. Oh, this nigga wildin'. <laughs> this nigga said, Look, I can't. My, my son can't come to my wedding, and she was taping and shit on part. You can tell. Yeah, she, she had that 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 tone. Like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. nigga. <laughs> I know where this is going because this ain't the first. This ain't the first time he didn't threaten the shit. Not like all. I done been there before. This nigga said, they'll push you to that point, Jay. Now niggas say, nah. Before I take this to a level, that you, <laughs> he said, before I take it to another level, you're like, no, he can't go. Like, I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head. Now listen, dog. I kind of, I kind of thought he was serious a little bit, dog. He put the too, a little bit too much emphasis no, on man, that. That's fucking. just, that's just baby mama, baby daddy talk. That's all that is. That's know. all that is, man. I've heard you say some wild shit before. You know what I'm saying? So it could be. Let me tell you something. And and I'll be honest. I've been, at certain points of my life, a hard person to deal with. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably hard for most people to imagine. But I've been a hard person to deal with. I've definitely said some inflammatory shit to the women that have my children. I've texted some wild shit. You said I, you're going to put a bullet in their fucking head. I probably threaten death more than <laughs> once. I, I probably threaten I kill you more than once. But I mean, kill you. But I mean, that's just regular baby daddy talk. Like, so what? So I what? I will say this: I do not think we should be normalizing violence against women. And that, look, man, a woman that you have a child with knows different buttons to push to make this machine turn into something different. Fam, whether the child is there or not, nigga, that's just some woman shit. It's different when you, 
I I am your buttons get pressed differently. Yes, because I'm connected to these women for the rest of my life. When I have it's sex. not it's not just till they eighteen. Like I get you. This for the rest of my life. I'm gonna have to deal with you in some capacity. Now it'll probably be less after they turn eighteen, but I'm gonna have to deal with you until one of us dies. Till one of us dies. And if I threaten death every now and again, so the fuck what? So what? So what? I can't, I can't, I can't agree. <laughs> listen, listen, if my kids' mothers play back some shit that, that I have said, nigga, I'll be under the jail. I've At some point, I've threatened to kill all of them. All of them. You need help, dog. No, nigga, no, no. <laughs> when they start playing with your babies, <laughs> playing with your emotions, talking to you in a way that you're not used to being talked to on a daily basis, bitch, I'll kill you. I kill everything you love right now, even the pets. You understand? I I will put a toothpick through the goldfish if that's what it take for me to get my point across. Who 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 said Jada that? Kiss? Okay, I kill this is how we even the bets. I kill everything you love, dog, right now, even the pets. Okay, okay. Whose bars is these, nigga? Man, I forgot all about whose bars is these. It's been like months. Yeah, we stopped that shit so long ago. I forgot all about that shit, dog. Uh, but look, my whose man is this was uh, Demarcus Cousins and Future because Future's a fucking loser, dog. And besides Dirty Sprite Two, dog, I don't I don't get it. Dirty Sprite Two and March Madness. Other than that, man, I I don't get it, dog. I don't get that shit at all. But look, man, I don't think it's right that I if I have a child with you, you get all the say so in the child. Like how the why the fuck my son can't come to my wedding? Like why do you she, why do you so. why you get to arbitrarily make the decision for a child that belongs to both of us? You know what I'm saying? Like no, my son should be able to come to my fucking wedding. I know it's not to you. You keeping my child away from me ain't gonna bring me back to you. It's gonna get a fucking boot in you <laughs> because she's spiteful, she angry, and she don't have to. That should I mean, the illegal. custody agreement might. Might say like this is my weekend. I don't have to give it to you. That's not I judge. That's not fair, dog. That's not right, and that's not healthy for the child. Because you know what that's like. Let the nigga go to his fucking father's wedding. Like that's. I know you don't like that he got married, but like he not with you no more. So like, no, you wanted to be him. I mean her at one point, but that's that's not fair and shit, dog. That's not fair. Um, but. All this shit sparked off the Dave Chappelle shit. Um, I do think it should be looked at a little bit differently. Um, or just look at some things. Because I guess the man... Well, I guess if you just be with the person that you're going to have a baby with, well, it's not even your choice then. Like, you you could want to be with the person... Then and it she, just don't work out. No, They she, don't want to be with you. Yeah, she don't want to be with you, then it's not you baby daddy. Even though you, you ain't have this to This ain't do, what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted my family. Yeah, it couldn't be like it may not be. Hey, I was cheating. I was just shit. Her her ex nigga put it just showed back up, and she really wanted to be with him. And now you baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's actually happened. I mean, it happens every day. It happens every fucking day. And I be the nigga that show up sometimes and fuck up somebody else's relationship because I felt like coming back. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I didn't fucked up somebody else's relationship Multiple more than times. once, like, and had no intentions of being with her. Well, you know, at the time. Nah, I know I didn't. <laughs> I know I didn't. I, I don't never fuck with nobody like, well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, nigga, no I fuck with marriages. That, and I don't even want your wife. No, I'm not fucking with nobody marriage, dog. I mean, 
Niggas a kill over marriage, and I'm not ready to die for some pussy. Niggas a kill over their girlfriends, over their baby mamas. Yeah, but I'm not about to die over some random bitch. And I'm not trying to shoot a nigga over some like some of that shit is like it's just it, the the cost benefit. Like yeah, nah. I mean the, the cost of doing business probably just ain't worth yeah, it. Now at, at this at this point in my life, like I wouldn't. But I mean, I done been there before. You wouldn't? Nah, not at, not not now. When did this? When did you cross at this point in uh, life? <laughs> who is she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle, man, they they've been on the internet trying to go at him and shit like. I thought this special was brilliant. It was perfect, dog. Like it really was. Like, <laughs> like I'm talking about you. Sticks and stones, dog. When he was talking about the nigga walking through his property, a buck shot to pepper him up. What's so funny? I mean a bird shot to pepper him up. Nigga, that's how my my sign my 12 gas loaded right now. Mm. That is 100 percent fact, nigga. Like really. My shit bird all shot, slugs. Buckshot. Bird shot, buckshot. <laughs> Buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. <laughs> like, literally, that is how you do it. My shit all slugs. Man, that's how it is, dog. Sometimes, I'll, I'll, sometimes Ain't I'll, no warning shots <laughs> in my house. Sometimes if, if you if you run a little further, I need a spray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The further that bitch go, the more spray. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, literally, that's how it is. But Dave Chappelle, I've said that before, he is uh, my favorite comedian of all time. I've seen him at least two, three times when he, come, when he comes here. <sighs> I, I enjoy that shit. Now, the shit with the um the LBG the, the alphabet people. Yeah. That shit was gold, dog. Like that shit is gold, <laughs> man. Like how he broke down everybody man, that shit is gold. <laughs> and it wasn't like in my eyes, it wasn't like disrespectful. Nah. But people trying to be offended by it. Like nigga Everybody tries to be offended by it. Like everything. nigga, these was just jokes, fam. Like these were just like some really good jokes. So I don't I don't understand why y'all trying to get offended, but Juicy Smollett. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. He right on with that shit, dog. When he broke that shit down about that nigga walking through Chicago and somebody came up on you with a MAGA hat and rope. But what's so funny and shit was like Dave was telling the truth when he was like, when the, the alphabet community was like, we ain't really saying nothing. He was like, because we know that shit bullshit, but like we kind of like this movement. And the MAGA hats and the Trump shit, like, we gonna kind of let it rock, but I'm like, yeah. all bullshit. Me not saying, and listen, that's how we should voice our displeasure with shit. By not saying nothing? Yeah. That's too much like right. You know what I'm saying? It's too much like right. Like, we, we should, we, if you don't agree. Just shut up. Just don't say nothing. I'm gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna take my own advice. I'm gonna try to do that shit. You don't know how to be silent, bro. But we do a podcast. We talk. <laughs> yeah, like then what then what do we do on a Friday night? Right. <laughs> but like 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 if you like if you don't agree with this shit, like why don't you just, you know, chill for a minute because let the truth play out, possibly. Truth gonna always come to light. Yeah. I hate that saying, but it's true. I hate that saying, but that shit is true. Yeah. Anytime I've done like some some foul shit, it always reached the sun sooner or later. Mm, most of it. Most of it. Yeah, no comment. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm thinking of certain shit. Nah, maybe not. No comment, man. I, I love that shit, dog. I love that special. And um, I think, like, we are literally, like, witnessing a goat. 
I I can I can go with that. You think like when it's all said and done, he'll be up there with the Eddie Murphys, the Richard Pryors, one hundred percent. You know, some other shit came out about a comedian this week. That shit with Paul Mooney. Whew. That he allegedly raped Richard Pryor's son, like back in the day. And he been canceling molested. Sho- molested. And he'd been canceling shows. Yeah. Paul trying to avoid this shit. Yeah. I mean What'd you think about that, dog? Hey man, if it look like a duck, walk like a duck, yeah, <laughs> quack quack, motherfucker. Like this shit, this shit is not looking good because He's not said nothing, and which leads me to believe that there may be some type of truth in this. Like, if a motherfucker come in here today and be like, Dame did this, and I didn't do that shit, I'm going to stand up like, that's that's a motherfucking lie. Like, I didn't do that shit. He's not said shit. I not hate, one word. I hate to do this to you, Paul. And I love Paul Mooney. Because you coined this. Wake up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for your nigga wake up call. Like you, you've avoided it for quite some time, fam. It's not going away. You've been flamboyant for quite some time, fam, and we all kind of looked the other way because you know we fuck with you. Yeah, uh, it's looking bad. It's Richard Pryor's uh, bodyguard um, who's having the discussions with Comedy Hype. I've been following Comedy Hype for like a long time, um, and I see they they their their channel and they impact influence getting bigger and bigger. So that's mm-hmm. much love to them. Um, Cause there was a, a a smaller group, but they they out here. They they, yeah. they getting bigger and bigger. Shit. So shout out to them. I think they may be physically located in Chicago. Maybe um, I don't know. It don't matter though. But he did an interview with him, and this was a he was basically was saying like the reason that Paul Mooney is still alive because Richard Richard wanted to get him off. He asked him like nigga for a million dollars, and he get this nigga out of here. But this is right around the time that he got caught on fire doing a freebase and shit. And like okay. that's what changed everything because his focus changed and like I, he set himself on fire and shit um, accidentally. But he was like, no, he he said when he, he said the shit the first time, he was like he was high. He's like, he know Richard, Pry- he, he he know his pattern. So like uh, it was a Sunday or some shit. He's like, it's a smoke day. So like I, I get with him on, on Wednesday. He'll be like sober and shit. So mm-hmm. So he asked him again. He said he knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about. And um, I guess he talked to Richard Pryor Jr. And um, I guess he did, he never knew that his dad know, knew about it or whatever. And um, they, TMZ ran up on him, on Richard Pryor Jr. and asked him. He was like, well, I don't really want to talk about it. Um, whatever did happen, happened. He's like, whatever happened, it happened when I was a child. And then it was like, well, like, was it consensual? He was like, well, how could anything be consensual when I was a kid? Yeah. I'm like, nigga, that's a damn near um, saying. A me too type of question. <laughs> like, no, I mean, that's not like if it didn't happen, like, nigga, ain't nobody touch me. Nigga, you was like, whatever happened, happened when I was a kid. When they actually was consensual, you pretty much said, no, it wasn't consensual. So, so you kind of corroborated the story. Yeah. Uh, Paul? Gotta say something. Uh, Paul, I mean. You gotta say something. I mean, we we, we re-roast fucking Weinstein and all these other motherfuckers. Like, is it? I mean, it's always funny till it's your shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like our shit. Like, yeah. all right, so now what we gonna do? Because we quick to. Cancel a nigga. Fucking 
write an expose and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we like Negro Diamonds and shit, but uh what's up, nigga? <laughs> like molest like come on, fam. Those are serious accusations. And outside of that, right? Let's just say I on some consensual shit. And they and if they was an adults, nigga, that's your man. You would fuck my son? Yeah. Like, come on, dog. Like, if one of my friends had sex with my daughter, you gotta die. die. Death. You're, you're dying, fam. Like, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no way you can under, you can explain no shit away. I'm wondering, like, well, damn, prior, uh, did you say something to the nigga? I, I, I clearly you didn't want, you didn't want to kill him, but like, I don't know how you let that shit slide. Like, we'll never know. A nigga had sex with your friend. Had sex with your child. That's a violation, nigga. In any in without no molestation, no nothing, nigga. That's a violation. You got to die. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a breach of trust that that's that that you can't get back from, fam. Ain't no fucking way, dog. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way. But Paul stands silent on this shit, and to me, the silence just further implicates that you probably did that shit, my nigga. You had one bitch your whole career. Like in real life, you do the, the racial shit, which I like because, you know, how I be <laughs> anti military. Yeah. But like, come on, man. This, this, you looking, looking real funny in the light. No pun intended. Yeah. So I don't know, dog. Um, Man, that's it, man. We had a guest this week, man, but... You know, shit happens. Shit happens, man. Um, Sometimes niggas don't show. But uh, shout out to you. Regardless, you my yeah. nigga. But, you know, I wish you would have showed up. Yeah, man, we freestyled this week because the show must go on. It always does. And it always will. Facts. Um, uh, music pick. Yeah. Uh, I found another rapper out of Flint that I like. This dude's name is RMC Mike, and the name of the song is Bars. Uh, I mean, with a song called Bars, you got to have bars, right? Different. It's different. Like, not, is he super lyrical? No. But, I mean, you know, if you into swiping pills, fucking bitches, you know, typical Detroit shit that oh, I guess they do in Flint. Oh, bars. Then you like it, yeah. Like and in like Zanny, yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So I mean, I like it though. Okay. okay. I saw I saw him on Lando's page. Shout out to Lando from the Hip Hop Lab. It's one of the homies, and uh, you know, hit me to some new shit. So I like it. Okay. You know what? There was another thing I didn't want to discuss, man. And uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Happened in Michigan. Are you familiar with? Uh, City Council runnings in uh, Marysville, Michigan. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to insert a clip right about here. So. She want to keep Marysville as white as possible. And then she doubled down the next day because they went to her house and was like, hey, what was that shit you were saying? Uh, you you saying something yesterday? Like you wanted to keep it what? Like could you explain that? She was like, you saw the people on the the city council like were visibly shocked. They didn't know what that to, she said. That they shit. didn't know what to say. Like wait, like wait, you can't say that in public. 
Like we all think that shit, but you can't say that in public. Well, one of them came out and said like she has her son-in-law is African-American. She has biracial grandchildren that she fucking love. And uh, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? But next day she doubled down. Sort of. She's like, well, look, I'm okay with like a black family moving into Marysville. Like if it's a black wife and a black husband, okay. But if it's a black wife and a black and a white husband or vice versa, she ain't with that race mix. Just no, just no. And then she was like, because that's how the God wanted it. God made Adam and Eve one race, one people. That's how he wanted it. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> what did Adam and Eve got to do with this shit? I didn't know that they were both <laughs> both white. Yeah. But the reason I say I'm conflicted about this shit is because. Don't I feel the exact same way? I want to live in a black community. I want to see black businesses. Nigga, there's not a white person in my neighborhood. There's I, I thought about this today. There's not a white person on my block, on my, in a three-block radius on my street. There's not one white person. And I don't even think even on the on the next block over. You know what I'm saying? Like I live in a black neighborhood. Yeah. Or like and I want, I can say the same. I like my community being black. I don't now the difference is. If a white person comes in my community, there's not going to be violence against them. You know what I'm saying? Like they might break into his house a little bit more often. You know what I'm saying? But like I, I do want to live in a black community, and we're not going to act like when we see black and white people out there, there ain't a certain stigma. Like nigga, you couldn't find a yeah. <laughs> you couldn't find a black one, yeah. or or vice versa. If a woman like like so. There is a difference between us feeling that way and them feeling that way because their feeling that way comes with a level of violence and on a, a history of violence. Because I feel like when you're a minority, you can be a little racist. I'm not a minority. And I don't think we should refer to ourselves as minorities because we're not minorities. Like that's a, a I know it's a trivial to some, but like that's a way of thinking that we they've drilled it into your head that you're a minority and like they're above you yeah and like no we actually not the, i'm never gonna be a minority you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm never ever gonna think of myself as a minority and if you look that word up in black's law dictionary that more got a whole nother meaning i'm facts, not a, you facts. know what i'm saying i'm not a minority i'm never gonna be a minority but um when they say it they actually have a history of violence that's attached to it and systematic oppression that's attached to it or like black codes and if you were in this side of town after a certain time or like we gonna it's gonna be strange fruit hanging from trees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I definitely understand and recognize there there's a difference. The only reason And I, I mean we like we can be black and white about it. There are communities that we work in that we go through that they they don't want black folk there. Yeah. Just plain and simple. You going they the police gonna fuck with you. They they gonna treat you different. They might even call you out on that shit. Like they just don't want you there. And like we ain't really never had no problem. Like look at downtown Detroit. Like when I say my neighborhood, I'm talking about my specific like one street, two street. Like there's clearly white people in my neighborhood yeah. right outside of fucking Rosedale. You know what I'm saying? There's clearly white people out there. But like, um, nigga, I went. I was just downtown like two weeks ago. I I've never. There's a lot of white people down there. Facts. But um only reason I said I was conflicted about it, but the statements themselves 
said by a black person, like I'm cool. Like we've been talking about black owned businesses and shit, right? What a white folks. We are black owned business. One hundred percent owned and operated, and ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of the <laughs> of the customers are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, I was only conflicted not by her. Only reason my confliction is like if I said that out loud, I think we'll be we'll be okay with that. On the reverse, like look, I want to keep. You know what? We've been saying make downtown Down, black again. Make downtown dangerous again. You know what I'm saying? Or make such and such black again. Da, da, da. Like we say it like in jest. But that's how I really feel. But we only say it in jest. Or when we say we feel that way, it's because the gentrification aspect of it comes with a little negativity, though. Like it's gentrified and or it's made nice again because you freed up funds that you wouldn't free up any other way if it was just us here right it's funny how the city comes up with money to match different things and get everything cleaned up when others come in but like when people was trying to apply for grants and loans and stuff to actually do the exact same thing and look like us it was a no so that when we say make it black again like well no don't clean it up when other people come in here how come you couldn't help us do this ourselves because like it's not there's a lot of opportunity for black businesses to be downtown and for them to flourish. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a, a misnomer if you think that um entrepreneurs weren't trying to do that downtown. It's not that we waited till someone else did it. Like, they wanted a certain type of business down there. Not. They wanted downtown to look a certain type of way and it's starting to shape that way. Now, you know, it's good and it has its pros and cons to it. You know, because for a long time downtown was just fucking dead. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Now there's a lot more you can do downtown. And don't don't bring the police presence now. Oh, because man. if you had police presence the whole time, maybe it wouldn't have got that way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, look out for us. But that was my only thing about that Marysville. She wild, but she old as fuck. So I'm not surprised that she feels that way. Um, but a lot of us feel that way, too, with our own folks. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. All right, man. Time for the Benny. Yeah. It's Dame Gone Wild on Instagram. I still don't have my Twitter. I created a new Twitter with that VPN. They shut that bitch down, too. So yeah. I'm just Twitterless. But I'll respond back to you on IG if you say something. Damn. What did you do, man? Damn. I called somebody a whole ass nigga, and it's just been. But that was my second That was my second Twitter getting suspended. So I think they know. might keep you off for a year, dog. Maybe six. I don't know, man. This shit ain't that important. In real yeah, life. it's not. This shit been popping all week, though. <laughs> I can see the tweets. So I just can't tweet back. Um, man, it's Jay Johnson 313 on everything that matters. Most importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Uh, shit, follow This Week in Culture. You know what I'm saying? We'll be dropping on, drop two episodes on Monday. Okay. Because there's uh, some. Some good shit that happened on Snowfall. Nigga. <laughs> the season is taking a distinct turn. Man, dog. I'm talking about fire. Hey, man, you know what? Somebody so like last week, we kind of did do some spoilers and shit, and we, I, I didn't think about it at all. Like, we just started talking about the episode and shit. So? <laughs> so? We I mean, wa- watch it. Watch we it. We this shit going to come out on Saturday. Like, <laughs> Snowfall no, came out on Wednesday. Watch the shit. So, get, what? We ain't going to warn us. We just started talking about the shit. And it literally did not cross my mind the shit until after it was over. So, my bad. Um, but, uh, 
Power. If you don't want to be spoiled, watch the fucking show. Uh, Power is back. Wasn't that good? It wasn't. Uh, Power was back. Snowfall is popping. Lola, Lala's acting is atrocious. This whole fucking is atrocious. Everybody acting on this episode was horrible, dog. Horrible. Tommy was horrible. Everybody was horrible, dog. But uh, that's all I got, man. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. If you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are J and Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on our mind. Clean cars, we stars. We'll need that paparazzi. They don't know about Butch Jones and Rick Maserati. Detroit Red or Malcolm. That Desert Eagle Falcon. Go through them white tees and out them. So what's the outcome? It's time to get paid. So many niggas on stage got on Cartier's that you can smell the wood frames, wood grain in the dash. The hood insane like Hussein for that fast cash. Them Cardi boys, Shutter boys, screaming old boy. Them Dexter boys, Jefferson, no back to living noise. Don't get destroyed, paranoid, down to Plymouth Rock. Shot town, Joy Road, stop, that's the block. With friends disappear daily like mirages You might see ace lights spray painted on garages I present a Mr. Rogers Pop the clip and dip in silence You got a grip and talking shit Them pistols quick to find you Here come them sirens Crackheads screaming at imaginary people Cigarette belly in his mouth His eyes staring so evil It's like the sequel to Menace to Society Except at the end All the motherfuckers would've died violently Cause niggas kill kids too I ain't bragging, I hate to say it So I live, dude Live from Detroit. Live, live from Detroit.